Welcome back to the Weights and Wine Podcast. My name is Netta Veda. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. If you like this episode and found anything helpful, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, you guys, I got one of those little mini mics because I've been seeing these mic'd up videos all over my TikTok for you page. And I really fuck with them. So I was like, I could totally do this. So we're going to record this episode mic'd up. And I wonder how the sound quality is going to be. But I guess we'll find out after it airs. And if it's horrible, I am so sorry. I apologize in advance and I will never do it again. But I usually like to record episodes weeks in advance. So apologies in advance if I continue with this and it doesn't work out. But we'll figure it out and we'll see how it goes. On that note, welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Nadaveda. I am your host. I, you guys, it's Friday. I know I record a lot on Fridays, but it's Friday post Orange Theory. Not only is it post Orange Theory, it's post Orange Theory PR gains. And it's not only post Orange Theory multiple PR gains, but the sun is out and shining. It's 10 a.m. in the morning and it's a nice high 50 degree day. The sun's out. There's a light breeze. It's like the most picture perfect day. I walked out in leggings and oversized tee and sneakers because that's my daily gym fit. And I felt so content and comfortable. And I thrive for this weather. I live for this weather. I'm not a summer girly. I'm not one who likes to be walking around in shorts and a tank top and sweating. That's not for me. This right here, high 50s, low 60s, even like mid 60s, done. Chef's fucking kiss. That's for me. I know exactly what to wear. I sometimes don't even have to shave my legs, which is nice because that's a whole hassle in itself. And it's just the perfect day. So I'm thriving right now. I'm excited. And then I'm going away this weekend. I'm excited for that. And there's just so much good going on in the world. I have more exciting news. And I'm not going to tell you guys because I'm one who believes that you tell people things when it actually happens because y'all know like all that negative energy and all that negative juju like always throws things off so i have something to share that i will share at a later time and i'm fully aware i hate when people say that but i'm gonna be that annoying person today who says it because it's really exciting and i say this every few episodes but i'm telling you you need to live your life for yourself you need to do what makes you happy and you need to enjoy your life. Like it's really that simple. If you hate your nine to five job and you hate living for the weekend, fuck it. Let it go. Go find something you love doing. That's literally what I did. I mean, I didn't hate teaching, but like it definitely wasn't for me anymore. I did it and I liked it, but I knew I, that wasn't the life I wanted to live. And when I tell you that the universe will open up so many doors and so many opportunities, it's so crazy. Like, I I can't even explain it yet, but it's just so crazy. And, you know, I look at these stats every so often. I actually like them a lot more than I should. And I'm just blown away by how much this little baby podcast has grown. It's not even been a year. I think it's been half a year. This is episode 29. So 30 out of 52 weeks. All right. It's so a little bit more than half a year, but it's just so insane and so crazy how life can change. And 
I am such a firm believer. If you are not happy where you are, make the change. Make it. I I know finances are a big concern for some people. Over the summer, I kind of was in a loop. I didn't know what to do. So I did take a step back financially. But coming in September, it was like beyond. And not only just for my job that I have now, but from everything else that's going on, it's I know finances can be a big concern, but I really truly believe that whatever you make will come back to you multiplied if you really believe in it and if you just manifest that shit every single day like I do. So if you're ever uncertain about the finances, that's that. And I mean, I'm basically like a finance guru at this point. I should just be a banker now because (laughs) I clearly know so much about finance. Okay. I just listened to that little bit of intro because I couldn't wait anymore. I had to see what I sounded like. And your girl sounds fucking good. So I love this mini mic and I'm excited to do a mic'd up journey with y'all. We'll see how long it lasts because it's, I feel like it's something I'm going to forget. But in the meantime, today's episode I am so excited for, it is going, it's going to be controversial, but honestly, what do I say that's not controversial? It's so funny because I've always like had thoughts as one does. And I always just felt like, I wasn't like embarrassed to share them, but I was like, oh, like some people are going to take it the wrong way and yada, yada. And what I've really learned the past few months in the past year is fuck everyone. You need to do what you want to do. And you're going to say what you want to say and fuck it because you could be the most positive person in the world. You could share so much good knowledge on social media. You could tell your friends, you could literally give them the blueprint on how to lose body fat and how to get those gains and how to be overall a healthier person. But there's always going to be that one person, at least one person who's like, you're wrong. Or who's going to say, well, that's not how you do a proper squat. That's not proper form. That's like baby weight. Like there's always going to be someone who's a hater. And at the end of the day, you need to live your life for yourself. And that's my mental health note for the week because I'm just so full of them today. (laughs) I really think when the weather is good, I feel good. But it's ironic because I love winter because I'm a winter baby. Hello, all my Aquariuses. I'm just all, I'm just in a mood today. So this episode will be interesting. But anyway, fuck what everyone else thinks. Say what you got to say. Say what you want to say. Make your opinion known because no matter what, there's always going to be someone who's going to go against you. So it's like, fuck it. You can't make everyone happy, nor should you want to make everyone happy because fuck everyone, especially men. So sorry. <laughs> I looked at the percentages on my male to female listeners and I can't tell if I just gained more female listeners or if like the men just like trickled out of here. <laughs> I really like don't hate men though, but I mean, y'all could use some improvement. <laughs> okay. This episode is called healthy or unhealthy. And I feel like this may sound hypocritical because I hate the word healthy. I really do only because everyone's definition of healthy is different. It's such a blanketed term. And what's healthy to me may not be healthy for you. And that's fine because I am not you and you are not me. But I have noticed in the health and fitness field that there are definitely more trendy food items that people have been glamorizing as being quote unquote healthy and good for you. And I have opinions on them because I have opinions on everything. So we're going to talk about those and we're going to talk about whether I think they're healthy or not healthy. And this is basically just like a fad food. What's the opposite of a stand? It's like a fad food hater episode, but not really. We're just going to take some big health foods and we're just going to say, are they healthy or not healthy? So 
again, what may be healthy to you may not be healthy to me, vice versa. Health is a very blanketed term. But for argument's sake, the definition of healthy for this episode is a meal or whatnot if it has adequate protein, because, you know, we love protein for the gains. If it has nutrient-dense carbs, because carbs are your friend and carbs are not the enemy. Healthy fats, duh. And micronutrients. So micronutrients are fruits, vegetables, things like that. And honestly, this is kind of like the blueprint I always recommend to people if they're looking to eat better or just more health conscious. This is a good blueprint. You should always have adequate protein in a meal or a snack. You should have some form of nutrient-dense carbs. You should have healthy fats because you need your fats. And I always recommend pairing something with a fruit or a vegetable as well, just to get those micronutrients in. So whether you like this episode, if I shit on your favorite food that may not actually be healthy for you, or if you've seen a blueprint on how to meal prep or on what meals to make, I would go with this. This is how I kind of structure all my meals. I always center it around a protein and I'll find some source of carbs. So pasta, bread, rice, Speaking of bread, you guys, I've been living off sourdough bread for so long. Like my dad came home the other night with a full loaf and my mom was like, we literally have two upstairs. Like what? And it's all gone now. There's two slices left out of three loaves of sourdough bread because that's how much I love sourdough bread. And for two slices, it's not even bad macro wise. So just something to consider. Healthy fats because you got to have those healthy fats. And again, micros, I always try and have a form of fruits or vegetables in every single meal or snack. It's difficult for me because I'm not a fruit gal. I only started liking fruit recently, so it's been a struggle for me. But that's why I do a lot of post-workout smoothies because I can just throw in fruit there and I don't have to like eat it. And for whatever reason, fruit freaks me out. Not sure why, but I'm a huge veggie gal. So if you take anything away from this episode, try and center your meals around that blueprint. I think it's going to make a game changer for you, especially for someone who doesn't like tracking calories or macros. This is a good way to kind of make sure you're getting all your nutrients in. All right. If you're ready to get your feelings hurt, let's jump right into this episode. Here are foods that people deem as healthy, but actually aren't. And in the wise words of Lane, Nor- I'm sorry, of P- Dr. PhD Lane Norton, fuck your feelings. <laughs> Data over feelings always. Data, data, potato, potato. Let's jump right into it. First one. I feel like if I was popular enough to get canceled, I would get canceled for this, but we're going strong. Acai bowls. You guys, I don't care how pretty they look. They're not, oh, I can't even say they're not good for you, but like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. They're not good for you. They're not. They're not healthy in any way. They, Let's just let me jump right into the macros because I'm gonna get heated talking about acai bowls because I think they're the biggest scam. I think people who like acai bowls are in on a period scheme. There's no way you're telling me that you eat that entire bowl a in one sitting because that shit is huge. That could probably feed me for two or three meals. Like that shit is fucking big. So no way are you enjoying it. But also it's so cold. Like don't you get a brain freeze? And then they load it up with toppings, but the toppings are all over the place. Like you can't really mix it together and. I just feel like if you like an acai bowl, you are literally in on a pyramid scheme and someone's paying you to like it. I just, I can't imagine genuinely thinking they're good. I can't. And the ones that are good are the ones that are loaded and loaded with sugar. And listen, this is not a sugar hate podcast by any chance. We fucking love sugar because we love everything in moderation. But you guys, we have to also be realistic. 
this one little, well, it's not little, this one fucking bowl is packed with like 30 grams of sugar. And that's not even including the granola and the coconut and the honey that you add to it. Like what in the world? Let's take a step back and go into them. Let's talk about acai bowls though. Okay, for real. Here's the thing with acai bowls. The acai berries themselves are a really good health food or just a good food in general because health food and food are the same. They're a really good macro, not macro. They're a really good micronutrient. They have a high antioxidant content. But if you think about one serving and the components in an acai bowl, you kind of dwindle down that effect. And here's why. If you were just see like a bowl of acai berries, you'll be fine. It's when you start mixing with all that sugar to get it to that sweet level that Americans are used to. And it's important that I say Americans because we're going to talk about how where you are affects this as well. So what I've noticed that everyone probably does who owns an acai bowl shop or sells them, they mix with a lot of sugar to make it enjoyable because honestly, acai berries themselves are pretty bitter and they're not the best tasting, but also I'm biased because I don't love fruit, but it's definitely not like a super sweet fruit. So the sweet taste you're getting is from all the added sugar that people are adding into it to make it taste good. So yes, they do have a high antioxidant content, but when you're mixing with all that sugar, it's like PEMDAS, like it kind of just cancels out. These actually originated in Brazil and the way they eat them in Brazil just because again, it's not America where everything's super processed and saturated and sugared and down and salted up, salted up, salted down, whatever. Everything's processed and we know the food in America is not the best. But anyway, when you eat them in Brazil, it's different because that, because there they take that true form of it and it just has a whole different feeling. It's kind of like when you eat pizza in America versus Italy. Like it is pizza, but it's just like a different vibe. That's how it is with the acai bowls too. And not only just the whole sugar thing, there's really not much protein in an acai bowl. Acais are berries and fruit is a form of carbs. So you're getting carbs in there. And then most of the toppings you put on, it's more carbs. So you're getting bananas, you're getting granola, you're getting strawberries, blueberries, coconut flakes, whatever that is. Not whatever that is. You're getting all of those. So those are all just more carbs and more sugars because carbs contain sugar. Hence why acai bowls have so much fucking sugar in them. And yeah, I know you could put like a scoop of protein powder in there and mix it in, but like, okay, then you're getting 20 grams of protein while you're also getting like 60 grams of carbs. And a lot of the people I feel like who eat the acai bowls are the ones who want to, you know, they're like the typical gen pop person who's like, I just want to lift. 10 pound dumbbells and I just want to look toned. I feel like that's the vibe of people who eat acai bowls. And first of all, we talked about this. You cannot get fucking toned lifting 10 pound dumbbells, grab heavier weights, go fucking heavy, and then you can lose body fat and gain muscle to look toned. But side rant from that, it's yeah, you're getting some protein, but you're also getting a significant amount of carbs. And I don't think people realize how many carbs are in there. Again, carbs are awesome for you. Carbs are your friend. Carbs are not the enemy. However, you also have to be mindful that this one little bowl is packing a good amount in there. Like y'all know every morning I have an open-faced egg sandwich with veggies and whatnot in them. And that probably ranks about like 40 or 50 grams of carbs. Like it's not that much, even with all the vegetables I add in it. 
Now imagine one little bowl being 60 grams. Like that's a lot of carbs you're getting in that one little meal. And some people have it as a snack, which I think is just psychopath behavior. And I know that they're not the cheapest option either. And from what I've seen, because I honestly haven't eaten an acai bowl in years because I just don't like them. The bowl they give you is like the standard one. And then you have to add toppings into them. And it adds up in price. And you really don't get a lot out of it for the price you're paying. So just something to kind of consider as well. But going into the macros, for one bowl, it's approximately 400 calories with 50 grams of carbs. And 20 of those grams are coming from sugars. It's a lot of fucking sugar. And just for one meal or a snack. And this isn't even including the granola, coconut, honey, peanut butter, and other toppings you're putting into it. And if you tell me that peanut butter is a source of protein, I will tell you to listen to that episode that I said it's not. I don't remember which episode it was, but we all know how I feel about peanut butter. Peanut butter, while it's delicious, not a great source of protein. Honestly, you're getting a lot more fat and you're getting such a high amount of calories and you're not getting that much protein. But that's just my thoughts on us. I have a lot. I don't love them. And every time someone around me gets one, I literally cringe and I'm like, oh my God. It's like again. But listen, I'm that friend who keeps it real. Like if you eat something I think is weird, I'm going to tell you. I don't care. And that's the friends you should have. You should have honest friends who tell you, hey, if you want to lose weight or body fat, you should not be eating an acai bowl right now. But listen, if you want to eat and enjoy it, by all means do it. Cause I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but these are just some things to consider. And I think an eight minute rant about acai bowls is plenty enough. Let's move on. If you guys are still listening and I haven't lost you yet, I might lose you now. (laughs) Number two is avocado toast. And hear me out, hear me out before anyone says anything. When I say avocado toast, I'm just talking about a piece of toast with avocado on it and maybe some seasonings. That's not quote unquote healthy because you like, where's your protein? Where's your vegetables? Where's anything? Like, it's just so plain to me, but luckily you can dress it up. Avocado toast on itself, while it's delicious, it doesn't really have that much protein. It's got some carbs in there, but it has a significant amount of fats. And yes, avocados are good. And yes, they can fit into your macros. But like at the end of the day, they are a significant source of fat because they have a lot of fat. So if you go out to eat and order, just kind of be mindful of avocado toast. But also if you go out to eat and you're a girly who listens to this podcast, you probably know all that balance. So you can afford the avocado toast anyway. And by afford, I mean like in your macros, not your finances. But also I have avocado on toast every single day. And here's how I just make it a little more protein packed, a little more satiated, a little more full. There's actually so many options and alternatives you can do to it. But we'll start with the base, the toast. You can easily opt for a higher protein bread or a better source of bread. So for example, something like sourdough bread, Dave's killer bread, any bread that has a good source of protein in it. And I know nowadays, especially like when you go to foods like whole, when you go to places like Whole Foods and Stop and Shop, even they have brands that now are catering more towards that high protein clientele. So it shouldn't be super difficult to find good bread sources nowadays, if that makes sense. But even so, Dave's Killer Bread is always a great option. And another way to amp up the protein that I like to do sometimes is I'll take some cottage cheese, which is, again, high protein, low carb, low fat. And if you're 
like a texture person, you don't like that texture, then just blend it up and it's nice and smooth. That's what I do sometimes. And I'll just mix that with the avocado. So you're still getting that avocado taste and the greenness from the avocado, but it's just volumified more. Volumified. Voluminous? <laughs> the volume of it is just more. So instead of just having the plain avocado spread, since you're mixing it with cottage cheese, which is, again, a great source of protein, you are now amping it up and you're going to make it more satiated and more filling to eat because you have more volume on your plate now. So that's another thing you can do. And then you can do the basics. You can add an egg on top. You can add egg. You can add egg whites. You can add any good source of protein. Like you can even add smoked salmon. Like I know some places do like a lox avocado toast. You can add tuna. You can add chicken sausage. You can add any proteins that you want. This morning I put grilled chicken on mine because it's Friday and I just have to get rid of all the meal prepped food that I meal prepped on Sunday. So that's what I did. And there's so many alternatives you can do to make it more amped up. And another thing you can do as well, you can add in more veggies. So literally while you're toasting your bread, just saute a few pieces of zucchini, some mushrooms, throw in a handful of spinach on the toast. Like there's so many alternatives you can do. And if you're someone who like is weird on texture again, and you don't, maybe don't like it, when you're blending your cottage cheese, you can add in frozen cauliflower. And I promise you will not even be able to tell it. it's there, but you're also getting that fiber and those macro micros as well. White beans are another great source of protein too. that You can add in there, or you can even add just some fresh tomatoes on top for some color because eating something pretty is always more enjoyable. And yeah, I think that sums up avocado toast. Again, nothing wrong with getting it on its own, but just know that it's not maybe the, I'm not going to say it's not the best. Just know that you can make it better. Next up on the list, if you're still listening, I appreciate you. I feel like people probably tuned out by now. It's not like a health food. It's like more of a trend, I guess. That was definitely trendier like years ago, but we're going to bring it back. Sweet potatoes are better than regular potatoes. Guys, like, I don't understand what the regular white potato ever did to you for it to deserve this much hate. The freaking potato is just like living its spud life, growing down in the dirt and then waiting for someone to pick it, wash it, peel it, chop it, fry it, and then to be eaten with a bunch of salt on top. Like, what did the potato ever do to you? Honestly, kind of rude. But anyway, I feel like it's so funny when I go out to eat with people and they say that they're going to get sweet potato fries because they're healthier. Bitch, it's not fucking healthier. It's literally a potato that's been deep fried. At the end of the day, they're all the same. And here's the thing. The macros on both sweet potatoes and regular potatoes are pretty much the same per 100 grams. This is the general macro component of it. It's going to be around 90 calories. Not bad. Two grams of protein not bad. 20 grams of carbs, not bad. Very minimal fat. I think it's like 0.1 fat. So it's like irrelevant. And that's it. Those are the same macros for both the sweet potato and the regular white potato. There's a slight difference in fiber. I mean, the sweet potato has three grams of fiber and the regular potato has two. So like that one gram of fiber, honestly, is not going to make or break your day. I think it just comes down to personal preference. Like if you like sweet potatoes, then eat them. I don't like sweet potatoes. I feel like it's weird. I don't know. The taste to me is pretty weird. 
And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird to me. Am I the only one? Like, am I crazy? Does anyone else find sweet potatoes so fucking weird? And they're like orange. I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan. I could never get on board with the whole sweet potato trend. So I'm so happy that it like was a trend. And now places are back to having regular fries too. Because your girl is a French fry stan. True and true. I will always order fries. If fries are on the menu, I take that back. If truffle Parmesan fries are on the menu, I'm ordering them. I don't care that my mouth is going to be watery from all that sodium. I am getting those truffle parm fries and you cannot stop me. And I don't care that my breath's going to stink for the next three days from the truffle. But going back to this, similarly, again, if you're eating a sweet potato fry, guess what? It's still been fried in oil and whatnot. So you're still getting something that's fried. It doesn't really make a difference whether it's a sweet potato or regular potato. It's just like if you got a broccoli fried, like you're still getting a broccoli, but now it's just been deep fried and covered in salt and whatnot to make it taste good. I just think that the biggest difference also is that they have different micronutrients. So I know like sweet potatoes are higher in vitamin A, for example, but at the end of the day, just eat what you want and what you prefer. It's really not a significant difference. If you like sweet potatoes and eat them, if you like regular potatoes, eat them. I personally am a baby potato gal. Like I love the one, my mom gets the ones where they're like in little bags and they're different colors. So there's like baby white ones, baby red ones, and baby blue ones. And I think they're so fucking cute. So I like those baby potatoes. But yeah, I also love potatoes in all their forms. Like scallop potatoes are delicious. Mashed potatoes. Hello. Do we even need to talk about that? Because if you don't like mashed potatoes, I'm going to assume you're a serial killer. Like curly fries, waffle fries. I just love potatoes. Ooh, bake a loaded baked potato also hits the spot sometimes. Okay, I just ate in my mouth. It's like watery again. Okay, I need to stop talking about potatoes. But you get the drift. Potatoes are potatoes. Our potatoes are potatoes. And it doesn't make a difference if you eat sweet potatoes or regular potatoes. Just eat whatever your heart desires. I didn't even realize I'm like running out of time. Like I have three minutes left to do my two favorites and an outro. So those were just like the starters for foods that I think are deemed healthy, but actually may not be. And if you want a part two, let me know. I feel like I've been doing a lot of part twos lately or episodes that need to be broken up. But listen, I can't sit here and talk to myself for an hour. So unfortunately, it's only gonna be 30 minutes, but that's fine. Because I feel like you don't want to hear me talk for an hour either. I also just got to get some guests up in this bitch because I feel like that would be really fun. Okay, favorites for the week. Oh, I was going to say sour candy, but I already said that a few episodes ago. Can I say Rice Krispies again? Like I did an ode to Rice Krispies, but I don't think I actually ever like flat out said they're my favorite thing. But instead of just a Rice Krispie, because we're not going to be basic over here, because we're already basic enough in our real lives as being basic bitches. (laughs) I'm going to say that a mini Rice Krispie has been my jam, because here's the thing, you guys. I feel like I savor it more because it's smaller, so I take smaller bites out of it than I would a regular Rice Krispie. Because when I'm eating a regular Rice Krispie, I devour that shit because I just feel like it's almost like my last meal on earth and I don't know why. 
but probably be because I'm in the middle of a workout and lifting super heavy because I'm so strong. <laughs> and yeah, the mini ones for some reason just like hit the spot sometimes. So I think they're only like a Valentine's Day edition, but if you have mini Rice Krispies near you, 10 out of 10 will recommend buying. Okay, I just thought of a really good one for our next one. And you guys, this episode has been like so much about mental health. Like she's a therapist now. <laughs> My second favorite for the week is failing because before I even started posting my videos consistently, I remember I had to have my hair done, my makeup done. I had to have the cutest outfit on. I had to look super lean all for a gill to film like a leg warm up. And eventually, obviously over the years, now I just set my phone down. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. You want to walk by, walk by. I'll just crop it out. And I would just film everything. But I was scared to film the other day. I had an upper body day. And I was doing chest press. And I do chest press with dumbbells. That's just what I prefer. And I had 35s. And I said, okay, I'm feeling good. I got 10. I got like 8 to 10 reps. And I'm like, all right, let me try 40s. It's a big jump from 70 to 80. Like normally you would probably do like 75 in between. But unfortunately, dumbbells don't come in half sizes, at least the ones in my gym. So I kind of had to just take the 40s. And I was like, listen, if I can do 8 to 10 reps with 70, maybe I'll be able to hit 4 to 6 reps with the 40s. Guys, I didn't hit 2. It was so embarrassing. I mean, I don't get embarrassed. So to me, it was like funny. But like, I was like, fuck, I really thought I could at least get 4 out of this. For some reason, the 40s just were not going. And I was filming everything because I don't care. I'll show my failures. I got the first rep was very shaky. The second rep was good. I got it up. And then the third one, I just, it was not going. It's like, bitch, you are fucking done. And then the next day, I wanted to hip thrust 335. And I did a whole set. I did a whole ass set. The second I put the camera out, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh no, why can I not get it up? My stomach's gassy now. And I'm like, oh, because the weight's right there where, you know, the gas is. And I was like, oh God, here we go. Now my stomach's uncomfortable. Now I can't get the weight up. Now what the fuck is going on? And it just was not good. So I took a video and I was like, listen, I failed this too. And I put two videos of me failing two separate days next to each other. Well, not next to each other. One on one day, the next on the other. And I feel like people don't realize that it's okay to fail, especially if you're at the gym. It's fine. People fail. People don't just continue to PR every single time. People don't just continue to work out every single, well, no, people do continue to work out every single time, but it's not picture perfect. Failing is normal. And I'm going to start posting more of those because I just feel like, fuck it. Like if I can help someone feel more comfortable about not hitting a set or not doing a set properly or correctly, I'll tell them. I'll be like, listen, I failed this set too. And it's fine because we're human and we all fail and we make mistakes. But the only way you learn is by making those mistakes and then you grow stronger from them. And I'm going to leave on that note because honestly, she's literally giving mental health right now. So have a great week. I hope something resonated with you. I hope you got a good laugh out of something and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. Have a good one.